get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the 90th episode of the What Up Though podcast. Yes, sir. Panda, panda, panda. Man, that is the worst <laughs> shit ever. So, before we get into anything, we, we watched the uh, designer, that's his name, Panda, uh, did a video for the song Panda. And music is really taking. There are certain parts of music that the music industry is really taking a shit. <laughs> and that's how to that's that has to be one of the the biggest shits of of rap in 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 our recent history. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like it's just an incoherent jumble of garbage over a dope beat, but man. But that's the thing, it's like I think over, that shit is all hooked. over the years, I think even before I think I became uh I won't even call myself a music snob, but I definitely think that I I like a lot of better music than whack music. <laughs> That's the snobbiest thing you hear. I don't call myself a music snob, but I like better music. <laughs> yeah, like I, I like the better music. I mean, I I I attention I uh occasionally you know like my my lesser than music, but he's just interesting. And I remember he I guess he was on Kanye's uh new excuse me new album and. You know, all the all I kept hearing was like the comparisons to uh, um, Future, right? Because now like I don't him. even hear the comparisons about that no more. Now it's just I listen to the song, and he has he has like two lines that are like that you can actually understand what he says, and then after that, it just goes to like some un, un, understandable, mm-hmm. I would assume English. Uh, all I, I mean, I get the, uh, I got bras in Atlanta, credit cards in the scanner, and then after that, done. Panda. <laughs> and Panda. Yeah, I, I definitely, <laughs> and I don't understand, what's the Panda reference? Like, did you get the, is it, yeah, did he say the video that, that shows the Panda? Because I, I was kind of no, looking at the computer. No, he, but he say black, uh, fuck, he said black X6 look like a black something what? X6, and Uh-oh. then white something. Uh, so, so oh, so a panda's supposed to be his car? Yeah. Of course. I mean, what else would it be? That's all these niggas rap about nowadays. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, can think, I can think of nothing else that panda could be. And I damn sure didn't think it was a fucking car. Yeah. You, you definitely shocked me with that one. I had oh. no idea. I didn't think it was going to be a fucking car. I had to Google the lyrics. So It come up as English? Yeah, it did. Here's, no, no, it came up in the language. It came up in like Ebonics, and I had to like <laughs> hit the like C translation for on Google. Here, here, he's already post some shit so fucked up on Facebook, and it has a translation under it. Cause what the <laughs> fuck it is? That's why I'm thinking. Like, did it really come up like that? But anyway, but welcome back. Um, yeah, ninety fucking episodes. Oh, this is fucking dope. Uh, yeah, we had our uh, weird two year anniversary uh, earlier. Earlier this week, was it? Yeah, I think so. It's like early Monday. It was since Monday. the last since the last episode. I had a uh, in my time hop. I had a Facebook post pop up 
where I posted on Facebook that I was that we were going to record the first episode the next day. So I think it was like maybe like I think it was Thursday. And then it was saying that Friday would be the day that we were going to be recording. So two years ago, this past Friday. That's wild. Yeah. Two years, you bitch niggas. Two years. Yep. Been at this shit. Yep. Yeah. So um, a lot of random ass shit happened in the last week. Um, Panda. Panda. <laughs> How was Civil War? Man, we can't do that. <laughs> you don't have to describe it. Just saying, was it great? Was it less than? Uh, you know, I have a whole you, podcast plan for Civil War. Uh, like, there's a lot to so discuss. So do I need to really? See, so, so we just talk about it next week, then? I mean, if you plan on seeing it, we can talk about it next week. But okay, I mean, cool. I do plan on seeing it. I do plan. Well, on seeing just it. Uh, to, I guess, I guess to give like a not a synopsis, but like a a brief thought. Um. I would say, and I, I kind of feel like I want to watch Captain America 2, the Winter Soldier, again, before I make a blanket statement, but... Oh, shit. That what I was, that's what I was supposed to see before. We talked about that last week, I think. Mm-hmm. I got to see Winter Soldier before I... It was suggested that I see that. Y'all, you and uh, Tony suggested that I see that before I see... Uh, so, yeah, I got to see that first. So, I'll, I'll watch that at some point of the yeah, uh, Sunday, I, maybe. I had my wife go through... The first two Captain Americas and the and the two Avenger movies before we went to go see it. Okay. But I would say, really, you don't need to see them, but they would enhance your knowledge of what you're seeing on the screen when you go see Civil War. But I would say, it, have to be at the very least, like, what is this reference to? Type shit. Yeah, at the very least, see Civil. I mean, see Winter Soldier first if you can. Okay. Just to get a better understanding, because a lot of the shit that goes down is based upon what's happened in previous movies. But um, I kind of want to watch Winter Soldier again before I make a really blanket statement. I've seen Civil War twice, and I'll say that um, as of now, my stance is probably that it's the best Marvel movie to date, really? with Winter Soldier being a close second. So that's interesting that the two Captain America movies are the best two, but um, Winter Soldier was my previous number one, and I think Civil War might be my new number one. And... The reason that I put it as my new number one is because it's a really long movie. It's like a good two and a half hours long. And I'd say the first maybe hour to hour and a half, initially it feels kind of slow. Like it, they, they put some action sequences. For an hour and a half is slow? Possibly. Really? It depends on how you define slow. But I would say to the to the average viewer, it 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 may come off as slow. They they pepper in some action sequences to help to help, you know, keep interest peaked throughout. Okay. But it feels like, you know, like it might start off a little bit slow. But what really does it is the fact that during the final hour, hour and a half, everything that prefaced it, like the parts where you might think like, oh, this is kind of boring or oh, I don't know how this fits in, like everything is relevant and it was even more it was even more pronounced when i saw it a second time like all the shit that you think like "Ah, i don't really know about this scene like all of that shit matters like there's nothing that doesn't matter in this movie so even if you're watching you're thinking like i don't know about this scene like i don't really care what's going on pay attention to everything because everything matters and i like how i like when a movie will kind of like uh throw in scenes that 
almost feel not out of place, but where they you feel like I don't really understand what this scene means. And then later you get that epiphany moment where it's like you go, oh, and the movie kind of hits you with two of those. It hits you with one big one and another smaller one. Okay. But I love when uh, a story kind of feels like it might have like X amount of different angles going on, but then it all ties together in the end with no loose ends left. And this movie did that flawlessly where it gave you it gave you the strong meat of the story and then it had other kind of side things going on that you might wonder like what's this have to do with it how is this playing and then that shit all interweaves and it all comes to a head and it works perfectly and so it takes like something that's two and a half hours and you realize that all that two and a half hours was needed all of it made sense there's really no holes it was exciting to watch it was interesting to watch in the first portion let's say the first half and the second half is like boss of the wall fun. And it's like everything is just there's really no no flaws with it. Like there's certain people who will say like, oh, I didn't like this aspect of it, but everything was great. I can't really see anything that I think should have been improved. Because even the stuff that I while I was playing, I thought like, I don't know about this. If it, if that was not in the movie, then all the shit that came together in the second half of the movie, it wouldn't be as relevant. It wouldn't be as impactful if it wasn't for those earlier scenes that you're kind of wondering, like, why is this here? Okay. So it's like it, it's a, it's a really, it's a really great example of how you tell a story, which is you don't really want to compare Captain America to, uh, to Batman versus Superman, but they invite that comparison by having those two blockbusters within, uh, two months of each other. Uh. And, my my big issue with Batman versus Superman was like it was just a it was the exact opposite of this. It was just like a complete clusterfuck of how you tell. It was a perfect example of how you do a shitty job of telling a story. Poorly edited scenes didn't flow right. It didn't make sense because they didn't know they didn't know how to make the shit flow from start to beginning. I mean from start to end. It was just like it was just a complete clusterfuck of poor storytelling and bad editing. And this was the complete opposite of that. It was like hmm. this is how you tell a story perfectly. This is how you do it. Right. I, I said that I wish that the director of Batman vs. Superman, I hope he bought first day tickets to this shit so he could know how to move in the future. But so, yeah, that's my my completely non-spoiler, no discussion thought is that this is more than likely the best Marvel movie to date. So, yeah. Yeah. Good shit, then. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, checking it out. So... Um. Other than that, week was okay. No bullshit. Uh, you didn't die. You're here. I today. didn't. I managed. So, for me, last week I did die. No. <laughs> right, and I resurrected. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the last week I finished school. I finished my. I certificate. almost dropped a Game of Thrones spoiler. Oh shit! I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't know what the. Fuck so, yeah, you would have. <laughs> I almost dropped a Game of Thrones spoiler, but go ahead. Um. So. Last week, I finished my class, uh, classes for the semester, finished my certificate. So I'm kind of hype about that. It's like, you know, since I've been jo- back, you know, like really job hunting to get back into design, you know, I went and took this this course. And now that, you know, I finished the course, I got a certificate for it, you know, things like that. It's like, I don't feel different. Like, I don't, <laughs> it's like, I don't feel like I've gained like this ton of fucking information 
But now I feel like, how do I show, like, what's going to be different now that, you know, I got a certificate of some shit and now I'm applying for jobs and it's like, I don't think my, uh, my level of knowledge totally grew. It was, you know, I learned a couple of new things for the, but the most part, it was pretty much all the shit that I knew or more so a refresher. Yeah, like it, you the same guy, but now you're yeah, the same guy with a piece of paper. Here's a piece of paper that I done spent, you know, you know, however hundreds and hundreds of dollars and shit now. And so, you know, it's just, you know, it's kind of frustrating. And it's like now, I, I, you know, a part of me is like, I should have like fucking jobs throwing themselves at me. Like, now you got your certificate. Hire you. And, you know, I'm like, <laughs> hire me, motherfuckers. But it's like, I don't know. It is a weird thing, man. It's just, you know, I, I was always, I was going to say against like post high school and all that stuff. I I know plenty of people with fucking degrees and they can't get jobs. And I'm like, do I really have to spend this fucking money to get a job or some shit that I actually know already and I never gained any much information from the classes and shit? You know, it's just the frustration is just so fucking high with that shit. And I just can't even imagine how it is for people who spent so much money for like bachelors and masters who still struggle with fucking finding fucking jobs and shit. Yeah, the idea of uh, paying to go to school so that you can be qualified to get a job where you get paid that you can then use the money to pay back, pay the, back school, the shit you, the way that you to paid to go to school. For. Right. <laughs> like, is it really a wash or are you really in the in the red and shit? You know? Right. So, I don't know. It's, I, I still struggle with it. So, you know, whatever. So, uh, the drinks for the podcast is, again... Uh, Canadian Club Doc Fifty Seven, uh, as we've done probably the, out of the last ten podcasts, probably eight. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's 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 a nice little go to. When I went in there and grabbed the bottle today, they still got a Boxes. shit ton of them left. Yeah. yeah. So it's no, they're not going anywhere. So we can have these for a while. It's a great still deal for ten dollars. Still have a goal of grabbing a few and putting them up. And yeah, me too. I thought about it while I was there, but I'm like, eh, I get paid tomorrow. I might as well just like right, just get the one and dip right. out, and then when I have more money to to my name, I can do that. Right. So, um, so earlier you were you had talked about uh, well, we got I think we have an email to the podcast. We get to that in a second. Um, but earlier you were talking about uh, we were we were uh, pre gaming pre podcast. Oh, actually, did you say before? When well, you said during that you you had your wife watch these other movies, you know, to get you know caught up with uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. And I the I had the question in my my mind come up. It's like you know being in a relationship and having someone you know that you do certain stuff with you don't like how how important is it to have a mate that actually enjoys a lot of stuff you enjoy? Do you think that's really high? on the list as far as like companionship i think that if you're somebody who's single and you're dating somebody and that person doesn't like all the same shit that you like or even half the shit that you like it's not something you can be like i don't know if this can work i don't think it's like really like a deal breaker or anything like that but i can say that it is a 150 percent enhancer if you have shared interest shared interest is like uh, is has been for me such a bonus because it just makes life easier. Like, uh, it makes your life easier if, if when you get home from work and say 
Well, both you and your significant other. Say you guys both get home from work and say your wife or husband wants to uh, go to the bar and you want to just sit and watch, you know, extra or, you know, what TMZ or whatever. That shit can cause, theoretically can cause conflict. It might not because you might just be in a space where, you know, neither one of you cares if the other person wants to do something different. So it's not just a deal breaker. Right. But right. if you both get off of work and y'all both want to do the same shit. Right. Yeah. That, it's an automatic enhancer. So it works for me in that um, we both enjoy uh, movies, going to the movies and like watching TV and shit like that. And we enjoy other stuff, too. But the fact that we both enjoy that is good because, I mean, I, I, I like it doing uh doing stuff like going to the movies and watching tv shows i think a bit more than she does but um it's never going to be a thing where it's going to be a source of conflict there's never going to be a situation where it's like i want to go to the movies and she's gonna be like i want to just you know go to the bar or something like that and it's gonna be like okay that's that's weird it's always gonna be like <laughs> okay i want to go to the movies and it'll be like well i also like going to movies but i just don't feel like going right now is never going to be like a disagreement as far as like what you enjoy. Right. And that's right. that's an enhancer. I don't think it's a deal breaker, but it's it's an enhancer if you got that. So if you got that, you might want to uh hang on to that person if y'all have shared interests. Yeah, I think shared interests is a, a definitely cool thing. I think there I think there there's no issues when you have shared interests. I think the issues come in when you don't have a lot of shared interests and allowing your mate to enjoy the things that you don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, my like as far as movies, we have. I just want to know why you asked this question. <laughs> oh, you know, it's curious because like me and my wife, we have TV shows and movies that we we both we like and the other doesn't. And so, like, you know, sometimes she want to go to movies and I don't want to see this shit. So I don't go. You know what I'm saying? Or she goes with her friends and stuff like that or something like that. Or I go by myself or go see some shit I don't. But. It's not a deal breaker where I'm like, yeah, fuck this chick. I don't want to be with her no more because, you know, she, she doesn't like the same movies I like or something like that. Like, my wife is, my wife loves Twilight. I That would catch me in a theater seeing Twilight ever. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, we like so much other stuff. It's not a, it's, it's, it's never a deal breaker with some shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even then, it's not, the, the distinction is... She likes this type of movie. You might not like it. You like that type of movie. She might not like it. But y'all both like movies. Right. So right, it's right. different if, like, she just, just hates going like to the movies, movies and right, you love right, going to the right, movies. Right, right. So yeah. that's kind of – because, I mean, I have the same thing. But it's like I like – I love movies so much. Like, that's been, like, my – like, even as a child, like, real, real young, I always wanted to see movies that were beyond what I should be seeing. Mm-hmm. Like, I would always bug my parents to see, like, R-rated movies before I was old enough to see them. Just because I just love movies that much. And I would say, you know, it's not like I, I'm going to think it's real or anything like that. I just love movies. And it, my parents allowed me to see stuff a little bit younger than they probably should have. But it's because they knew that it was, for me, it was like, it was more of an interest in the art form as opposed to like, I just want to see some R-rated shit. Right, right, right. So, um, I just like movies. So the fact that my wife likes movies that I don't like, and which is definitely the case. She likes movies that I just would not see, but I'll go see them with her just because one, I just like doing stuff with her. And then two, I don't, I don't care enough to fight it. 
to like, oh, I don't want to go see that. You can go by yourself. Or you can go whatever. I'll just go because I, I just like movies that much. Right. And I'll complain. Like, I'm like, yeah, that shit was whack. I can't believe you drive me to this whack shit. This shit is garbage. Like, I, I just fuck with her. But, like, I don't really care because I'm like, I just like going to the movies. And I would not go to the movies by myself to see some of the shit that she likes. But I don't ever really regret it. Even if I think the movie is shitty, I don't ever really regret going just because I just like going to the movies. Right, right, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of differ at some point because I just, some I just don't feel like sitting there. Like, I don't, I, for instance, just to use Twilight as an example, I'm probably not going to go. And she understands that and she'll go with her girls or go with her mom or some shit like that. But I mean, we have tons of movies that we actually love seeing together, we have tons of TV shows that we watch together. <clears throat> excuse me so that's that's a huge plus you know but it's like you know she i like cigars she don't like cigars but she don't mind me smoking cigars so it's not mm-hmm. a big deal or you know whatever the case i like sports she's not a big sports fan but she wants to go to games sometimes with me so it's cool yeah same here me. same here <coughs> your twilight is my uh uh what's that sex movie that came out uh gray 50 shades of gray like she wanted to go see that and I'm looking at the trailer and I'm like, a, I'm like a like trailer savant. Like I can look at a trailer and they make trailers to make the movie look as enticing as possible. Like if you're kind of like a, a, a novice trailer viewer, mm. you could be theoretically sold on any trailer. OK. And then go see the movie like, oh, that shit sucked. But I can look at a trailer and I can tell like this is going to be shitty. And that Fifty Shades of Grey shit that had all the symptoms of shitty movie. And she wanted to see it. She had read the books, whatever, and she wanted to see it. And I'm like, fine, I'll go. I don't care. I like going to the movies. Fuck it, we can go. And that movie was like wet shit. Like it was horrible. It was an awful fucking movie. Did, did she and she's probably it? gonna make me see the second one. I mean, she. I don't. I don't think she enjoyed it, but I don't think she really like. You she didn't. Would, do you think she would tell you if she just totally just not because she knew you? She would, that. but she likes a lot of that shit. Like those, like. Uh, like she she likes the movies that are in my most hated genre, which is the, the romantic comedy. I hate romantic comedies with a passion, and she loves romantic comedies. So that's a situation where it's like I'll go with you to see a romantic comedy, and you'll be like, she'll be like, oh okay, I thought it was cool, like I enjoyed this and that, and I'll be like, I thought it was a complete horrid piece of shit, and <laughs> we just don't agree. But like I don't I don't mind going just because I like going to the movies. It's <laughs> It's a weird thing to explain, but I, I guarantee I'll never see, I'll never watch them again. And if she tries to watch them like while we're at home or some shit, I'll I'll do something else. I'm like I'm not I'm not about to subje- subject myself to this at home. Like I can I'll go on Facebook or something. Like I'm not, I'll go do something else. Try something else. Something anything else. else happen, anything right. else than see Fifty Shades of Grey again. Yeah. Sex in the City or or like I said, romantic comedies are the worst. Romantic comedies and musicals. I'm not. I I'm want not, no parts of either one. I'm not too against romantic comedies, but musicals I can't do. I cannot do at all, and like at no cost. Like no, it's not gonna happen. I don't understand why anybody likes romantic comedies. Cause one, they're rarely funny. But even if you think they're slightly funny, fine. But like the romantic aspect of it is just selling women dreams. Like it's like. Women can watch it and just go, oh, I wish that would happen to me. Oh, that looks so great. And it's shit that would never happen in real life, ever. Well, yeah, so you just selling dreams like, I, I, I hate, I hate that a lot of that shit is like so unrealistic. It's incredibly unrealistic. And like nothing's real. And predictable. Like, 
and this is probably off the deep end of just being real and shit or fake or just movies and shit like that because movies have to, you know, you have a certain amount of time that you have to have a movie and some shit's just boring. But it seems like every movie that there's a sex scene or something, everybody's always ready for sex. Nobody has to, like, wash up or go grab a counter from the <laughs> store or any of this shit. Everybody's just, like, fresh down there. They're just ready to fucking fuck. You know, it's just like, I don't know. It's like no one ever has, like, oh, shit, I need to go take a shower or, you know, anything. Like, it's they're always ready. I'm about to, I'm about to hit you with some shit that's going to blow your mind. Um, if you're ever watching a movie with, like, a sex scene in it and it's, like, folks, like, white folks in it, right? This is I, I I don't know if this is how white folks operate in real life because once I tell you what I what I'm about to say, there's no way that either of us could verify this. But I have seen this in movies with white people where they fuck. The white men don't wear underwear. <laughs> like, have you ever noticed? Like, anytime they fuck, the white man get out the bed, he just put his jeans on. Like that's it. He just put his jeans on. You know on. what? You're right. I've like, seen they, that a lot. They never like put on underwear first, and then but they, they get out of bed, they put their jeans on, they walk up and do. I'm telling you, anytime you watch some shit in a movie with a sex scene, every single time without fail, that white man will get up out that bed and put his jeans on, ass naked. Why does nigga don't got no drawers? Why does nigga chafing like? They horrible? never wear underwear, and I I wonder like is that a thing for the movie in the sense of like they want to show like say like the guy's ass or something so. They have him just put on, get out of bed naked and put his jeans on. Or if that's a thing, like white guys just don't wear underwear. I don't know. And there's no way I, I hope to never know. I'm telling you, that is a thing. I don't care dude. about the investigation of that, but you're that's right. That's a though. thing. I'm telling you, like, look for it now. When you see, you will notice that shit. And now when it happens, she look at me like, yup. Because that shit happens you every know, also, You will wear, never see. I, I they, can never think of a time where I they saw don't have underwear, a dude put an underwear on and They first. don't have underwear and they don't have socks. Mm-mm. None of them. Never. They never have underclothes. They just got some fucking tight ass jeans. Now that's real life though. Like real life. <laughs> like white people don't wear socks. That is real life dog. That's <laughs> well, it's in the movie for sure. It's they in just, a movie but that's, like, they, that's real they, life. They get out the bed. They throw on their jeans. They throw on their shoes and they out. Only in real life do I ever see. Not I'm not, I'm not gonna say they they will wear s- shoes with no socks, but I will say that that white folks, both in movies and in real life, have no qualms about going outside barefoot. And I've oh, seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it in real, real life, life. and real life. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it in real life outside. I've seen it at work. Like women who will like uh like take their shoes off at work and then will like say like walk from one desk to another completely barefoot on like work carpet and shit like that and i'll see in like the black bottom of their feet be black i mean we've had this discussion before because we talked about uh one of the one of our classic episodes at some point i was getting mad because i'm like you can't be racist and have dirty ass black ass soles of your feet and shit but like yeah that's that's a real thing though like walking around outside barefoot and shit that's a real thing i can't speak for the underwear shit but that they will go outside barefoot i know that shit (laughs) i've seen it a number of times that's that is real shit because i talked because i said on the podcast i was like when i lived in california they would go outside and like get their mail or go outside have a cigarette barefoot and we lived in a spot where like there was ponds behind and there's like duck shit all on the sidewalk and it would still just go outside barefoot like i don't give a fuck they hate fucking wearing socks man they hate it 
I won't wear socks like around the crib, but you ain't gonna catch me going outside barefoot like nah, that, man. Yeah. Ground outside, be hot. Nigga, I'm, I'm <laughs> throwing on I'm throwing on my nigga Nike flip flops, nigga, and I'm yep. I'm outside. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not I'm not. Do you throw them on barefoot, or you th- put on socks first and then throw them on? No, I, I I've done it around the house without no socks, or I come outside like to get the mail type shit, go to the car. But I'm putting on socks if I'm going somewhere though. Okay, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not barefooted, you know, in public though. Yo, you had on socks with the sandals at the fucking uh, cigar all day, though. nigga. All day. <laughs> I, I was... keep that. I meant to call you, but I forgot. Though. <laughs> I was like, he wore fucking Nike sandals with the socks. To nigga, the, I would do to the, the fucking the, cigar I would do spot. The Nike slip-ins, the <laughs> socks any day of the week, and it's the most comfortable shit ever, dog. Ever. It's not comfortable to me because I always feel like they gonna fall off and shit. Like, like, I don't, I like, feel like I got to clench my foot up to keep them on nah, shit. I hate that weird moment <laughs> where I'm, like, I have my, like, if I'm sitting in a chair and I recline, I have my feet up, and I get a weird angle with my shoe about to come off. Because it's, it's like, I still don't want to be with my shoes off, though. Nah. <clears throat> like, I, but that increases I, the chances of a shoe coming off. Yeah, I just feel, like, too comfortable if my flip-flop pops off or some shit, so. Yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely rock rock flip-flops with socks, nigga. Slip-ins and socks, nigga, I'm there. I just, I don't know how people put, I've seen people with, like, Thong flip flops and socks on, and that shit really irks me. Like, yeah, it, like that that material with your toe, like yeah, and you had the sock all pressed in like that in between. Like, yeah. I already think t- thong flip flops are, are just uh horrible. They are just in general. Yeah, they are. But to have socks on too, they just seem like yeah, they seem uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable, yeah. and I've seen it a few times lately, and I was like, oof, that just. So yeah. um. Uh, unrelated transition. How do you feel about a woman with a dick pissing next to you at the urinal? <laughs> All right, that was definitely a, a, a different transition. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't really feel away. I, I have no no. I mean, you pissing, you pissing. You got a dick, that's fine. You know, it, it doesn't. It wouldn't bother me. So the reason it would, that- it would be a, uh, like, oh, it would be one of those, but it'd be like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the reason I ask is so. Um, I'm sure you heard about the North Carolina law about uh, the transgender uh, thing with um, they want people who um, what was the terminology um, who uh, I guess see themselves as a certain gender being able to go into the bathroom that corresponds with that gender and it might not match with their physical gender, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's been a whole lot of controversy about that. So I was listening to uh, the Breakfast Club earlier this week. And um, people were calling in and they were talking about it. And you had people calling in saying, you know, I think you should go into whatever bathroom that uh, for the genitalia that you were born with. And then you had people calling in saying, you know, you should be able to go whatever bathroom you want, et cetera, et cetera. And I hadn't put too much thought into it prior to listening to that. Like prior to listening to that, my thought was like, I don't give a fuck what a transgender person do. Like, I don't care where they fucking piss at. And it, and also, if you think about it, prior to uh, this situation, for all we know, this has been going like whatever has been happening has been happening. So right. this this could have been happening for X amount of years and nobody knew and nobody cared. But now that it's an issue, now people are talking about it and thinking about it and thinking about how this affects them. And um. It made me wonder about because like, OK, so the people who say that they want you to uh, go into whatever bathroom corresponds to the genitalia that you currently have, um, their argument was if you in North Carolina, I guess the idea is that 
you should be able to go to whatever bathroom is corresponds with the gender that you identify with. So like say if you're a man who feels like they were, you know, they should be a woman. So like say and you're like pre-op. So like say you're like a guy, you still got your dick, but you you haven't got the surgery or whatever, but you still you feel like you're a woman and you're going through the whole process or whatever. Maybe you dress or appear as a woman. You should be able to go into the woman bathroom. And the argument that I was hearing on the radio was people saying that that opens up the doorway for like a person and let's just say a guy because I mean women probably aren't going to do this. <laughs> if you're a guy who just said who who just wants to go in a woman bathroom and just be like, hey, I identify as a woman <laughs> and then just throw up into the woman bathroom. Right. And that was the general argument. Uh, what do you think about that? The idea of like a uh, being able to use the bathroom according to whatever gender you identify with as opposed to whatever genitalia that you currently sport. And I said sport just to make it sound like it was some Jordans, but yeah. <laughs> like just throwing Like you could put on dick like, a jo- like Jordans. On this <laughs> Let me throw my dick on right quick and roll into the guy's bathroom. I think it's really blown out of proportion. I... And I'm intentionally putting in, putting you into an awkward position to make you have to talk first about a highly controversial topic. No, and, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> um, I think it's really blown. I think the the total the, the total conversation is really blown out of proportion because there are still restrooms that I've seen that have like that. I mean, if it's like a small a small business or something like that, it's business where it's like male and female bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a fucking big deal. I mean, I don't know if the the issue is that uh, obviously sex is going to come upon the other sex or some shit, but I really don't see that as a huge deal. I don't understand why it's the big fuss about that. It's it, the bathroom is the, the most public bathrooms are pretty much in use for like a minute, maybe two minutes, unless you you sitting or some shit. And it's like, why is it such a big deal they use the fucking bathroom? I don't get it. I, I don't think it should be a big deal like that. I, I think there should be no, you know, no no huge deals about that. Now, I did a little research, and I'm hoping that my my resources is actually correct. But Don't let it be TMZ comedy or you're going to get caught up like Ja Rule. <coughs> Dog. But we'll talk about that later. That should send me into a coffin frenzy. Um, so what I, I read that and his penis, right? <laughs> Dude, that is so stupid. Dog. So I read this is you an asshole. <laughs> his penis. Okay, such an asshole. Okay, calm down. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so. All right. <laughs> As late or as early, <laughs> depending on how you want to put it. And uh, <laughs> okay, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to go now. It's so stupid, dog. That was so dumb. But like, like, I'm just, I'm just laughing like that's so stupid. But like I don't know, it's fucking with me. <laughs> All, right, All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, go ahead. Alright, so to protect women and maintain separate bathrooms, Massachusetts mandated ladies' rooms in the workplace. Um, 
And it started in 1887. Damn. And by 1920, 40 states required them. So at some point, it was just just talking on just a standard male, standard female or some shit. You know, they they wanted bathrooms to be, you know, separate and so forth like that. Um, also, in like the late 1800s, uh, the Jim Crow laws, um, you know, most times you think of Jim Crow laws, you already associate the, the water fountains and shit like that. But uh, they had separate water fountains for several separate bathrooms for even men and women and just whites only and colors only and shit like that. So like this whole separation of like bathrooms goes back many years before it was even like transgender or whatever you identify and shit like that. But it's like, it's a fucking bathroom. You're using the bathroom and leaving. Like what the fuck is the big issue? Yeah. And, and also, uh, well, before I continue with that point, um, there was a thing that they mentioned on the Breakfast Club where they said that they used to go to the, that the clubs used to have unisex bathrooms where men and women would be in the same bathroom. Do you ever remember that? I do not. I'm I don't either. Not old enough for that shit. But I feel <laughs> like, but I mean, it's not like Charlemagne and DJ Envy are like way older than us. Like I feel like, and maybe that was a local thing, New York thing. I don't. Think maybe that, that was in New York because I don't remember ever seeing like a unisex bathroom in a club and they were like that's fucked up to be like in a club i yeah definitely like why would you want a unisex bathroom in the club like that's the worst place to have that but yeah i don't i don't outside note I, I don't remember ever seeing that but they mentioned that on there get this so in 1941 white women protested uh president franklin roosevelt um, executive order prohibiting racial discrimination in, um, in government jobs. They claim that they might catch a venereal disease if forced to share toilets with black women. Wow. <laughs> wow. Crazy. So, I mean, the bathroom, the bathroom segregation has been going for many a fucking years. And I don't think people right cared that much of a fuck when it was, you know, they didn't want black folks or whatever. But, it's just, it just, I think it's just over. It's an overreaction, dude. I, I, I don't see, I don't see no issues with it. I think, you know, if a fucking chick comes next to me standing up fucking pissing, or a perceived chick, I don't think there's, there shouldn't be no fucking issue. She pisses. It's like, I don't know. Are you protecting like sexual assaults? I think that's thing? the idea. Is that there might be creep ass dudes who are gonna go in there on some like completely perverted type shit talk about uh yeah i see myself as a woman and then go in there and fucking like jerk off with like <laughs> like women pissing and shit like that because i also think that too that like the the whatever perceived uh opposition there is to that is probably mainly a, a female thing yeah because i would be as a if i were a woman i'd be more concerned with that in the sense of a guy um, who is transitioning to a woman being in there because I feel like that could be something that a woman might be more concerned about. Whereas a guy, I feel like there's not really any guy who would really care if a woman was in a bathroom at no, the same not. time. It's definitely, like, I, I feel like a guy would really care. it's definitely a woman's thing. Yeah, but I mean, but that's a, a legitimate concern in the sense of like, men, we, we're not going to care if there's a woman in there. But a, 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 a space that's generally reserved for women to do something that's that private if you have someone in there that you perceive as a man, you might be thrown off. So I can kind of get that, but I, I I agree that I feel like it's a little blown out of proportion simply because this is something that's already been going on. It's just not to your knowledge. So it's like 
the radio or the media or TV tells you like, hey, all of a sudden transgenders might be in the same bathroom as you. You're like, oh my god. But trans transgenders probably been in the same bathroom as you your whole fucking life, and you didn't know, and, and you, you won't know. No fucking clue. Yeah, and you're not gonna know, and it's gonna continue to be that way. And there's been times where I've been in the bathroom, and like a guy comes in who who. Uh, I'm not gonna say looks like a woman and like like a drag queen or something like that, but like a guy who might look more feminine, like. Right. And I, I might do a double take, like, "Oh shit, is that a woman?" And then I'll continue pissing and go on with my life. <laughs> I'm not gonna like go yeah, on Twitter like, and be like, like, "Oh my god, like, what, are you, what <laughs> are you supposed to really fucking say and shit?" You know right. what I'm saying? Like, no. And he'll get to ask you to pull your shit out. Like, can you confirm your gender, please? Like, no one's gonna give a fuck about that. No. But no. I mean, I I I thought it was interesting that there were so many people who were concerned with. Uh, someone of the opposite gender basically pretending that they identify with that gender so they can come into the bathroom. And I I mean, I, I guess that's a real concern, but like you said, I feel like it's kind of blown out of proportion. It's not like all of a sudden transgender people are going to have the right to go into whatever bathroom and now rapes are going to increase uh, exponentially. Because like I said, it's been going on regardless. So Yeah, I, I don't think that should be a real bu- fucking big deal, dog. I really don't. Are like, you playing Clash just of Clans? Fucking, yeah, I am. I'm finishing this fucking battle. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, you, you know I mean, you just go in a fucking bathroom. Like, I just don't see that shit as being like a huge issue, though, man. I really don't. Yeah, I think it's going to be less of an issue for guys than it is for women. But, I mean, I can, I can get the idea. I can understand it if you're a woman and you're concerned about that. And speaking of which, um, this is something I've never considered before, and, and you can't answer it because you don't you don't know this either but i wonder how do you handle if you're an adult and you have a daughter adult male and you have a daughter how do you handle that if your daughter is like say six how do you handle the bathroom in that situation because i wouldn't want to send my six-year-old daughter into the bathroom by herself but at the same time i can't bring her into the men's bathroom so either age, right so what's the age limit for bringing a, a hey a <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know how that works at all, and I'm curious. Like, do you bring your like say you have a six year old daughter and you're a man? What do, what do you? It is just you and her. What do you do? Do you send her? Do I, I don't know. What do fathers in that who know that do? Because like I know we know a uh, blue blue who listens to the podcast. He has a daughter. Like what? Like what do you do if your daughter is like six and it's just you and her and she has to go to the bathroom? Do you send her into the girls by herself? I do you bring her into the guys? Like, what do you do? I think if you feel comfortable enough, you you I mean, if you feel comfortable enough, you send her. But I would take my six year old daughter into the men's bathroom and just put it, you know, let her go into the stall. I'm in there. I'm like, I take her. I, I don't think there. I don't think there's an age. Is that generally accepted or is that frowned upon? See, like, I don't I, know these are rhetorical questions. I don't, I don't know. I don't but. have you know younger kids and shit, so. I don't know that, you know, especially opposite sex, you know, obviously my nephew, I can just take him in the bathroom. If I feel, if I'm at a point where I feel uncomfortable, if he's younger, I have to take him in there. But if he's at the point where he can go in there, which I've been with my nephew many times, I just let him go in the bathroom. But even but your still, nephew's older. Huh? Like, yeah, he's, he's older now. I'm saying when he was younger, I would, you know, take him in. And if he's a little older, I would let him go, you know. But I've had times where I've felt kind of wondering, like, you know, if he's going to be okay. But... I think it's a weird thing to, to suggest that a transgender or whatever the title may be of that person is like pedophile like. 
Yeah, there's like there's. Yeah. I think a lot of people might make that correlation when there's none there. Yeah, there's it's there's none nothing there. to suggest that all of a sudden it's they're just gonna there. start raping kids. There's none shit. there. There's plenty of fucking. I mean, shit. It, I don't know the 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 stats on it, but I would like to say that a lot of fucking pedophiles are probably straight. So you're probably seeing all these motherfuckers every fucking day in the bathroom, and they just haven't have, had the opportunity to do some shit to a younger kid or some shit, and they was in there. So no, I just I think it's a it's a fucked up uh, generalization, and it's not even a generalization because you don't. There's no stat on fucking transition trans transgender pedophiles. So here's a thought that I had that um. I guess it just it just made me think about it a little bit more. So let's say we're talking about a um, a man who is transitioning to woman, right? Because that's the I, I think that's the most feared scenario is a guy who is going to say, "Hey, I'm an, I'm identifying as a woman and going to the girls' bathroom." So on the flip side, I guess this is playing devil's advocate to a degree. Why, as a man who is transitioning to a woman, do you want to go into the girl's bathroom? Because if you still have a dick, right, what benefit does it serve you to go into the girl's bathroom? Like, if especially if it's going to make a whole bunch of women uncomfortable. Like, why can't you go? Like, why do you want to fight for the right to go into the women's bathroom? Why can't you just go into the men's bathroom and do what you would normally do, what you've been doing your whole life up to this point, if you still have that dick? And if you feel like you're going to make people uncomfortable, just go into the stall and sit down and piss or whatever the fuck or just stand up, piss, whatever it is that you're going to do. But if you're transitioning or whatever and or even if you're not transitioning, say you don't have the money to have the surgery and that's not even in your foreseeable future and you still have the dick. Why do you feel like you need this like North Carolina law to give you the right to go into the woman's bathroom? Why do you even want to go into the woman's bathroom? I guess yeah. I, like you've spent your whole life going I, into the men's bathroom and I, you still have a dick. So why do you feel like hey, I, I'm I identify as a woman. I I deserve to go into the woman's bathroom. Yeah, you may deserve it, but why? Like why do you want to? Like why does the title of the bathroom makes that much of a difference? Yeah, like why does this really matter? Like really, why does it matter? Because do you need to go into the opposite bathroom now? Like, is that going to make you feel more if, feminine? If you are a, a male transitioning to a female and you, and say, I guess, get an example, <coughs> excuse me, that you still physically, aesthetically look like a male. You can go into this male bathroom and have no fucking issues. Do your fucking thing in seconds and be out. And I guess I'm just asking the same question you're asking. Like, why do you need to need to be in a female bathroom because you internally identify? Like, yeah, you like, can go I don't to the male understand. bathroom. There's no fucking issues. Yeah, you I don't. So I don't. Yeah, I don't understand the necessity. Like, why do you feel like you deserve to go into the women's bathroom, or why do you even want to? Like, what difference does it really make? Like, now, if you're Caitlyn Jenner, for instance, right? Because she, Caitlyn Jenner, still got the dick, right? I'm pretty sure, I right? Think so, but Caitlyn Jenner is fully like in woman mode so like if caitlin jenner coming to the man's bathroom a men's bathroom now it's like okay now it looks like you have a woman in the men's bathroom so now caitlin jenner might make that argument like i feel like i need to be able to go into the women's bathroom so that it's easier for everybody so yeah, that's I, a kind of different scenario yeah I, i'm kind of with you on that one i don't get the need to feel that like 
is is going into the the bathroom while you that you identify in is that such a huge deal like there's a lot of other things you want to do you want to be accepted by the world and things of that nature it kind of feels like fighting just to fight like because if you're a man and you still got the dick like why do you need to be in there like just go fucking go into the men's bathroom and like i understand you want those rights but it's like it it almost feels like like being petty almost like i just want everything that's, that's owed to me and it's like if you don't need it why are you like fighting it so hard you know, it's like, and like I said, it's just playing devil's advocate, but it's like, it makes me wonder, like, why do you, why is this even necessary? Because it hasn't been necessary up to this point. They've managed doing whatever it is that they do up to this point. So why do you feel like, okay, now I want this right to be able to go into a woman's bathroom. Like, why do you need that right? Like, does, is it somehow like better for you now to be able to, cause you still got a dick. So like, is it something? It, it's not beneficial to you to be able to go into a women's bathroom because they only got stalls. So, and it's not are even, you still going to go into the stall and stand up and piss? It's like, not even convenient, right? Because you can, if you still got the dick, you just go into the fucking stall. Piss, I mean, a stall. You go to urinal, you piss, you get the fuck out of there. Like, why is it so? Yeah, I'm get you. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't. I don't have an answer for it. Yeah, that was a thought that I had that nobody mentioned, but yeah, and it makes sense. It made me wonder, like, why is this even something that they want? It's definitely this bad? worth uh, worth the question. Yeah, that's something Gardner can tell us because you know she knows these, she knows all these yeah. things. Once she catch up, yeah, she'll she'll tell us in about four weeks. Four weeks. <laughs> Shout out to Gardner. Yeah. So we have a, a listener email or listener message. We're not sure if it's an email or a voice message, but um, I think it's a voice message. Uh, I'll pull it up and. We'll find out. Um, it's so from, uh, Baylor the Great. It has an attachment, so yeah, it's a it's a voice message. So uh, we'll get that cracking. See what he has to say. Okay, and here we go. What up, though? Oh, hold on. On this voicemail, but y'all had a good ass topic about the stepkids and things like that. Now, look, um, I have to respectfully disagree with Mike on this one, and the reason why I say that is because my son, who is 10, that's my stepson, and you wouldn't know that unless you knew me personally or we had a deep convo about my family. Uh, also, I have a five, I have I have a total of four kids I got two boys and I got two girls, I got a stepson, and I just had a daughter in my marriage, so. <clears throat> Like I said, my stepson, I've been knowing him since he was two years old. He has a father, uh, but his father doesn't play his role. He uh, To break it all the way down, you know, his father pops in, pops out from time to time. Might buy him some fuckboy shoes or some shit like that. We love him shoes right out. Um, but the thing is, he knows, that he knows his father. He knows the relationship. He loves his father. He loves me as well. I'm his provider. I'm the one that teaches him life, teaches him about life, sports, etc., etc. I'm there during the good times. I'm there during the bad times. To break it all the way down, he has a type of father that'll pop up on draft day. <laughs> so, so if you ask me if it's disrespectful, not at all. Hell no. And if look, if the real father is not taking care of his business, why the hell would we care? Why would we care? I call him my son. When I'm in these streets, when I'm in public, uh, I introduce him or acknowledge him as my son. The only time that I will say stepson, the only time I will call him my stepson, is when I have to like explain my family in detail. You know, something simple as, well, my daughter looks looks like me. 
my daughter doesn't look like my wife. Why this nigga don't look like me? And then I'll say, well, but your son, on the other hand, looks like your uh, looks like your wife. And I will say, well, simply because, you know, he technically he's not my real son. That's my stepson. That's the only time I would introduce him or speak on him as my stepchild. That is the only time. And if we want to talk about disrespect, don't you think it would be a little disrespectful to them? Having that title, uh, you know what I'm saying? Even though... Even though you know that's the that's the technical title for the child in the situation, but they don't want to be presented as that because if you have another child, like in my case, I do, and you you guys are all together, you never want to introduce your kids like, oh, this is my daughter, such and such, and this is my stepson. That's already segregating them. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever really think about how that will make them feel? You know, they want to feel love, too, just like, you know, if they were your real child. And that's how I treat my son, like he's my real son. Of course, there's a difference. Of course, you're going to have a slight feeling inside, like, this is not my child, et cetera, et cetera. But that shit all over, you can all, you can overcome that feeling just by raising them the right way. Next thing you know, you'll look down the line, or years go by, and you wouldn't even realize that's your, that's your stepson. I mean, you'll notice you know through the features and things like that but emotionally nah that's my son that's my daughter you know what i mean whatever the case may be um and yeah like i said i'm the one that provide if you are a parent that provide for your kids 99.9 percent of the time you do the providing you teaching you there doing emotional time you're doing you're there doing the good times and things like that look if I gotta wake up at three o'clock in the morning to feed my three month, I mean my five month old uh, daughter, and then get a cat nap and turn right back around at six thirty to get him up and get dressed and ready for school. If I gotta be there every uh, basketball tournament, every seven on seven football tournament, nigga, that's my son, point blank. You know what I mean? And I and look, I plan for the long haul. I don't have no prenup. There's no plan around in my marriage. I'm going to be there for the rest of his life, regardless of anything that happens. Anything. But I don't plan. Uh, I don't plan on anything bad happening. But I'm just saying, regardless, I shoot for the long haul. So that's my son. I can't. I'm, and especially when we get older, what I look like calling a nigga that's thirty some years old. Yeah, this is my thirty six year old stepson. <laughs> you know what I mean? This shit just don't sound right. And to me, like I said, if it is disrespectful, it's more disrespectful to the kid, if anything. Uh, but that's it. Great show. I haven't even finished listening to it. I stopped it. Uh, probably like the tell end of y'all talking about this topic. Show Mike, um, you a fuck boy. But I, I, I thought it was an awesome ass topic. I got to start sending in some new topics. Y'all niggas just been going off talking about stuff. Uh, I got to find out some new topics to send it, to send to y'all niggas. Do it. But niggas, did y'all ever check out Nipsey? I did, nigga. I tweeted right. you about that, nigga. All right, y'all. <laughs> like we having a conversation. Um, so is he up? Is he done? It's still running though. I don't know. Let me see if he say something else. Oh, and before I leave, <laughs> you telling me y'all niggas couldn't get at least one game in against those goddamn Cavs? Hey, my nigga. Hey. Yeah, I know y'all niggas hate Bron. I hate Bron. Damn, man, they be trying to. Man, y'all need to y'all need to get it together. Off season coming up, y'all need some more pieces because they they just make the East is just way too easy for Brown right now. I hate when a nigga just walk through the conference like that. Come on, man, I have faith in y'all niggas. Bring that old Pistons uh prestige back. You know what I'm saying? Start beating niggas up. God 
damn. Y'all can't get one game? All right, I'm out. <laughs> that was a great email, dog. I like that yeah, shit. That was a great email. Y- email. <laughs> Although, I think, I hope, I'm, I'm hoping he stopped at the point where we kind of tried to clarify that uh, situation. So, the last episode, we were talking about, like, stepkids and how do you title them and things of that nature. And one thing we did, I'm almost certain we made the point is that if the relationship was such where the other parent wasn't around, you kind of just assumed that role and it wasn't like a, you, you claimed it as a, as a, your child versus stepchild like i think we did clarify that yeah no i definitely made that distinction yeah. i was gonna you know let the let the voicemail play out but yeah i mean i did definitely make that distinction that like if you are playing that role as yeah. father yeah. then it makes sense like i said it, it, it's to me it's dis, it's disrespectful if the if the parent is active and like he did say that the parent the, the father is active yeah, 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 but it was different it, like yeah. it was different though it wasn't like active active it was like Hey, I pop up and throw some J's at right, you, or whatever. Right, right. That's not no, that's no, no, not no, active. He said, "Fuck boy, fuck right. boy shoes, fuck yeah. boy shoes." Yeah, so <laughs> some Spider Man or something. Right. Like that's not. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's different. Yeah, like, that's definitely it, different. That's, yeah. that's, that's that's like technically active, but not actually active. That's like you're not playing active. a parent. I don't know role. if you even take. I mean, it's technically you're around. You're yeah, a, you a nigga in the hood. Yeah, but, that <laughs> don't count. That don't count. So like the the what he described would still would fall into the into the category of what I was saying is like, yeah, that that makes sense for you to claim that as your son. If you if you're the guy who's doing what he said he does, then yeah, that's that's totally different. That's that that doesn't fall under what I was saying. Yeah. I was definitely. saying it falls under disrespect that the person is like if the actual father is like there not just active, active but like actually like, like playing a father role. You know what I'm saying? Because like right. with my situation, um uh my son's mother is like fully fucking active it's not like she she's not ghost or nothing like that she's not pop up hey here's some shoes you know something like that she's not she don't play that role i don't play that role so if um if my wife were to call my son her son i wouldn't be i wouldn't say anything but i could see maybe he might like i said i, I said this last week like he might be like hey you know my mom you know I, I don't know if he would do that but there's a potential for that and if yeah. and it's the same thing like because i know if if uh my son's mother if her husband called my son her his son i might have to kill him so right, like right, that's just right, <laughs> right, right, right. that's just how the shit shake out like i might he might have to die yeah and, and, so. and that, that, that makes sense you know i think you know i got a, a, a good example like nigga, you are you are the assistant you're right, part-time right, you're right, you're right, you're, right. you're the but it, but i mean but i mean that that's that that would seem to be a, a fucked up even situation to try because there's no way in hell that your wife's husband could 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 even uh, assume that you're not an active dad just based on your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I and as he's just like the the the, the worst fuckboy of fuckboys. He I couldn't see that happening, but you know, I would he, need to never. Yeah. I would need to never hear right right hear exactly. about that yeah. if I ever heard like hey, yeah yeah he called it, he called Michael his son it, it'd be ball game for him right right so. I'm gonna I mean, send you right back to your Jesus, nigga. It's, it's a wrap for you, dog. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we definitely that was definitely uh, definitely clarified. Maybe later than he stopped listening, but you know, if you if you are an active dad, and you know, I couldn't see, you know, um, and it, and I think I referenced like even my my situation, um, but it's 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 different because of age and stuff like that. Like my my stepson is 17; he'd be 18 in like a couple of months, and although his dad is not 
the most active. He is active. And he calls his dad dad, and he calls me Otis. So you know, it's and not, that's a, that, well, that's an important and that's an important distinction to make. Yeah, 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 definitely, absolutely. Um, if I was, you know, in his life, you know, much younger, you know, my my best friend, he he his stepdaughter, he calls her his daughter because. The dad is not in a, in his life, and when he got married to his wife, he adopted her. Oh, like legally? Legally, okay. Because the dad was not there, so he said, "I am." You know, right. they went through the you know the process of that. You know, you are my daughter, so you know. But but yeah, but I don't know. I I didn't I didn't uh, I don't know for for what I don't know much about Barry the Great. Shout out for all his uh, uh his contributions to the. Uh, to the podcast as far as calling and stuff like that. I didn't picture him a dad of like multiple kids. I didn't picture him with kids for some odd reason. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't think about it, but I, I, I don't want to say I was thrown <laughs> off, but like, yeah, I found that like, Oh, he has four kids. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I definitely didn't though. I, I don't know. I picture his like rice and patches. Like, you know, he passed his kid, like some, some khakis and like the house shoes and shit, <laughs> you know, saying like a blue, rag. A nice, <laughs> <laughs> like a nice blue bandana. <laughs> Like nigga, you ready for this shit, nigga? This this yeah, Cali- we shading you, dog. After that piss and shit, yeah, we Cali- shading you, fam. Yeah, this Cali life is real, nigga. Um, but yeah, that yeah, but that the, the second part was about the pisses and yeah, I was so so distraught. Yeah, we can talk about that, man. We was, can talk about that. I was so distraught about the pisses and just because, and it's been said by many of sources that you know. The Pistons, you know, played great. They were one of the best eight seed teams, but it doesn't make a fucking difference because they got swept. They were never, no one would really talk about the competitiveness of them because they got swept. It goes under the rug. You know, it's just another fucking team that Cleveland beat. Yeah, it's not going to, it's not, there's not going to be lasting like, oh yeah, they got swept, but they played hard. That's not going to matter. But, but I will, to, to combat what he said though. He did kind of make it sound like we got washed. Like, oh man, I thought y'all were gonna get one game. Like y'all should play better. It's like, nah, and it wasn't the Pistons. A wash. It wasn't. I, a wash. I, I will say that it's a strong possibility that should the Cavs make it to the finals, that the Pistons series will be their toughest one. Because mm-hmm. talking about washed, they they, they molly whopped Atlanta. Like that was wasn't even say, like if any if any Atlanta team, got served. If any team should be pissed about the shit is fucking Atlanta. Because they got washed like they were a fucking twelfth seed, like <laughs> you know it was it was nothing close on that sheet at that seed. I mean that that series. And so yeah, we didn't win a game, but we didn't win a game, and you can't. But we were in all four, all four. Like Atlanta got toes up. Atlanta look. Atlanta lost one game worse than we lost all four games combined. So like that could tell you right there. So Atlanta Atlanta got beat like a eight seed. We got beat like a like a, a a four or five matchup where like, the higher seeded team just get, happened to we, win every game. Like we got beat like the seed that Atlanta had or mm-hmm. a better seed. Atlanta just you know like I say I don't even think they they even they didn't even play like a they didn't even play like a top eight seed in my opinion. They were like you know they it was like a twelve seed made the fucking play right yeah and they just got they got murdered so yeah so like you said there's no real consolation in getting swept. But I'm not gonna be like, oh man, the Pistons got waxed. Like they should have been, they should have been way better. Blah blah blah. blah. Like yeah, we didn't win a game, but in the one eight series, the Pistons performed far better than the typical one eight matchup, and they performed far better than Atlanta did in their series. And I think it's safe to say, I mean, more than likely in Cleveland's next series, 
they might have they might then whoever they end up playing might get washed. The Toronto uh, Heat yeah. series. I mean, I mean, strong possibility. Though one of those, whoever comes out of that is probably going to win a game or two. But uh, the the Pistons played well in their series. They didn't win a game, but they played well. I kind of I kind of hope they they play the Heat. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but, I mean it'd, it'd be it'd more it'd, it'd, it'd be better for it'd like story wise. Story wise, I think it's interesting, but you know, it, it really doesn't matter. Um, I I still see the uh, the Cavs coming out the uh, coming out this this conference. So, but. so um, while we're talking about basketball, uh, Tracy McGrady came out yesterday saying that he feels like Steph Curry winning a unanimous MVP is a indication of how watered down the league is right now. And I feel like this is kind of like the, uh, I don't know, however many instances of older seasoned veterans who are retired basically being bitter about uh, the current state of the league. And I'm conflicted on that because I feel like, I do personally feel like the league at this point is way watered down, but... When you are a retired player and all you got to say really is that like uh, he only got unanimous because the league is whack, you just come off as bitter and salty. So it's it's conflicting because he did deserve to win MVP and he really did deserve to win it unanimously. Who else really did? I mean, you can make an argument that LeBron should have got votes, but like should he? Because well, he did. I, I mean, think, LeBron well, had a great season, but did he? Can you really justify voting for LeBron over Steph Curry well, for MVP? Yeah. No, you can't. No, <laughs> you can't. I, I think it was a couple of things for me. Um, one, I think that his wording was terrible as far as explaining his situ- the, the the situation of it. Like, it's saying that the league is washed because of you know Curry winning and because LeBron didn't get a vote just seems to be crazy to me like if you want to say that the league doesn't isn't as competitive possibly I would totally go with that mm-hmm. um is it washed because of that no I mean it's a different league times change things change you know things of that nature if anything there's not enough veteran players that's been in the league long enough to even compete at that level. So it's like, you know, it's just not that the, the player, the player selection as far as great players right now, isn't the greatest. I mean, <clears throat> if you want to go back to like, you know, 96 when Jordan won and it was like, for, I don't know who the other four people got votes for, but it was, I'm a, I'm pretty certain it was the more competitive, pe- competitive league then or whatever. So no, he deserved it fully. And then to say that, you know, the league is watching, he deserved it fully. I just feel like it's just a contradiction of all his shit. I just think he he was right in a sense, but I think he worded that shit terribly. And it's just like you like you said earlier, it's going to come off of him being just a bitter ass, you know, veteran player. You know, another one making a, you know, a, a jab at the current league versus, you know, when he played and and so forth. But yeah, I think that was I think that was a horrible I think it was horrible wording. I think uh he 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 comes off as super bitter and there's nothing he can really change about that now. Yeah, um I guess the way I look at it is it's it's, it's twofold. Like I feel like Steph 
should have been the unanimous MVP because there's really no argument that can be made for anybody else over him. So he absolutely deserved it, and I have no complaints about him winning it unanimously. At the same time, I do think it is an indication of the difference in the league, though, because I do think that the competition is like is so bad to the point that even if you looked at it like uh, LeBron should have got votes, who else should have got votes? Nobody, really. Where you look at, whereas you look at uh, the times where, I mean, obviously we'll just go to Jordan. The times that Jordan won MVP, there were probably a, not a multitude, but there were probably like three, four, five guys who got votes and earned them. Like these guys were probably would have been legit MVPs in any other year, but, but Jordan. So it's like, but Jordan exists. So that happened. So I think it is kind of like a symptom of of the the fact that the level of competition and the level of play, the bar has been lowered to the point that uh, there's really no competition for a guy like Steph Curry. And I was honestly surprised to to hear that he's the first unanimous MVP yeah, winner. Like I'm that a- really surprised me. And it's not because I feel like he doesn't deserve it. It's just that I feel like that's never happened before. Like all these guys who have won MVP before and like won it handily and who have deserved it handily like didn't like other people got votes like how did like how is how have there been years where somebody other than Jordan got votes somebody other than Kobe got votes somebody other than Shaq got votes like how did that happen and I think that is a symptom of of the league being different because when you can have a player the caliber of Michael Jordan who who did some of the stuff that he did to still have guys who were that worthy that they still stole votes from him. Like, I think that's a statement to that attests to the fact that the level of competition was much higher back then. But like you said, he fucked himself up by saying, uh, this is a symptom of the league being watered down, but he deserved it though. Like, cause it, it, like you said, it's contradictory. Like it, it, you're, yeah, you're throwing shade at him, but at the same time, at the same time trying to cover it by saying like, Oh, but he did deserve it though. Like, so cool, but you know, nah, go nah. one way or the other. Say he deserved it and and move on, or say the league is watered down and uh his 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 win is sullied by the fact that there was no real competition for him to win it and stick with that and roll with it. Like don't be you know don't make that don't make a, a an outlandish statement that you know is going to garner headlines and then try to cover it by saying, "Well, he did deserve it." Props to him. Like you know, you just seem like a pussy. So stick with it one way or uh, one way or the other. But Steph definitely deserved to win. I'm not surprised to be unanimous because who else? Who the fuck else would get a vote? At this like, point, there's, who no else? Person, there's no other person I would have thought he would get a vote. So. Like, I, like if LeBron got a vote, I wouldn't a vote or two or three or four or five. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm like, okay, well, I, I get that. But the fact that LeBron didn't get any first place votes, I, yeah, I mean. How do you rationalize giving LeBron a first place vote over Steph? You really don't. But um, I was definitely surprised to hear that it, this is the first unanimous one. Like, that was really shocking yeah. to me. And I just wondered, too, like, you know, is it just because, you know, like I say, is it, it was more competitive people, you know, at that time? But, or it was just, you know, the fact that, I don't know, maybe they wanted to spread it out. They wasn't really convinced them years that, you know, you know, it was one person who was definitively, you know, uh, uh, MVP or whatever the case. But. 
Yeah, I think he just he he's just showing being a salty fucking player. Can you pass me that pass Seagrams? Player. We can open that for um we've had it sitting here chilling for maybe it's- a nice little bit of time, so <laughs> right. might as well crack that and pour myself one final one final little drink. Um so another thing I want to talk about was um I don't know if you heard about this, but did you hear do you know who Megan Trainer is? No, I don't. She's the girl who made the song about uh all about that bass, no treble. You know that song? All about that bass. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so she made that song. She's um, I guess you could call her heavy set, but she's not like fat as fuck or nothing like that. But she's like thicker than the average pop star, and um, she's kind of made a living off of that. The idea of being like the outside of what you would think of as a pop star like that skinny white girl who's like you know whatever and um she put out a video i guess a day or two ago and people hit her up on i think instagram because in the video her waist looks like mad uh i guess what what the kids call it these days snatched like her her waist was like mad thin and they're like, you're supposed to be all this, you know, uh, big fan of uh, supporting your thickness and all that shit. And you got this video where you looking mad photoshopped and all this shit. And she took the video down saying that the people who put the video out, she says, she, she, I heard her on the radio saying that she told them that to like Photoshop like her face, like in the sense of like, you know, get rid of like the, you know, Maybe like a little hair over my lip, like right. little mustache shit. You know, get rid of like little like blemishes, like like touch me up. And they took it to a whole new level and made her look like a uh, uh, hourglass figure and shit. And they put the video out. She saw it was uh, mad photoshopped and was like, I'm I'm supposed to be the poster child of of uh, you know supporting your you know loving your body. And y'all got me out here looking crazy. So she took the video down and then put up the regular on photoshopped version and i heard that story and i thought bullshit because i can't see a scenario in which an artist has a video put out that they didn't already see like they were just like like somebody like they just put out the video without this person seeing it or with any kind of warning or anything like that we just gonna put this video out where her i just thought it was just gonna fly that's what i think happened i think she gave the video to go ahead the video got put out and then when she saw the backlash she was like oh no i'm supposed to be that part like she tried to like flip the shit and was like oh no i'm supposed to be that person who represents being secure with your body so i'm gonna take this down i'm gonna put out the real version i think she only did that shit because she got flat when the shit actually dropped and i thought that was like I thought that was super fake yeah, I, haven't heard uh, I didn't buy it at I'm, all I'm, I'm surprised i haven't heard nothing about that story I heard on the radio this morning, so it's new to the point where you might not have heard it. And then also, who who cares about her? No, nah, I didn't know the fuck she. I mean, I know the song, but I can't picture what the fuck she looks like though. It was, a, it was a different video. I just said that song because that's the song. That's the right, really her main popular song. But I think it's interesting that um, we live in a day and age where a lot of celebrities have to live up to this this body type, right? And she's made a living for herself. As being the person who supports her body type, which is larger than what is deemed acceptable in America nowadays. And I think that there's a lot of uh, a lot of fakeness in what she does. 
Like, I, I feel like she's not really about that life. Because, like I said, I don't believe that she, that this video just somehow, like, slipped out without her knowing it. And she's like, oh, my God, they got they got my waist looking mad tiny. And it was like, hey, this is not what I'm about. Take it down. Like, I feel like she put it out like, oh, I look good as fucking this bitch. And then people were like, hey, you're supposed to be representing us. We're supposed to be, you're supposed to be about, you know, supporting your body type and being confident in who you are. And now you got your waist out here looking small as fuck. And she was like, oh, this looks bad. Let me flip it. And I thought that was kind of fake, man. Uh, uh, so you think it pretty much if there was no objections to that fucking spread, she would just kept mm-hmm. it as is, like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly what I think. And I think it's, I think it's just interesting that so much importance is put on body type to the point where a woman who is known for embracing her body type will still even even though she's known and celebrated for her support of her own body type will still consciously put out some shit that puts her in a different light and then will like play it like that wasn't really what happened like oh somebody else did that without my permission uh let me put out the video of me looking regular fat like nah fuck out of here man like I, i i just thought it was interesting that she i feel i i mean it's not verified but i feel like she flip flopped on that shit and that just goes to show you that like body type when it comes to like music videos and shit like that for pop artists like that shit is so fucking important like i feel like she wouldn't even be popping if uh if she if she didn't live off of that whole uh i support my body type and you should love you for who you are type of image and that's a good thing to to have that to to have that idea but I feel like she don't even really believe it. Like I feel like she she put that shit out. And she even said that she actually like had on like a waist trainer or some shit. Like she was like already like basically doing the real life version of Photoshop. Like she wasn't out there with her real body. She was out there like I got I had on like some spanks or some shit and I was out here. I feel like my body was looking tight. And then y'all photoshopped it even worse. So now I had to take the video down. Like, so you already was out there. Not with right. your real body, and anyway. now you throwing shade at the the video people for making it look even better. Like, oh, I had no idea they did this. Like, I was out here looking great, and you was out there looking great because you wasn't confident enough in your body to put it out there the way you actually are. And that 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 shit was crazy to me. Yeah, I I I think that you know she probably you know one of the things was that you know we're gonna make it look better, um, but at the same time, it it didn't go as well as she may have thought and shit. That's crazy as hell, though. So, what about Ja Rule, though? <laughs> so, I don't know the total story. I just I isn't he s- fresh out of jail? That, well, I was gonna say fresh, probably the last two years now. Fresh enough to where he don't know how life works. <laughs> yeah, he definitely don't know how fucking life works at all. Like, how did even get to that point, dude? Like, he just so Ja Rule. Had so said tell something. people what he did. So Ja Rule <laughs> had basically said something to the effect of Jordan was getting royalties from the crying Jordan crying mean face. <laughs> it was like a story that was posted on like a satirical TMZ site and he presented it as fact. Like, did y'all, y'all out here wilding? Y'all don't know that every time y'all post that shit, Jordan get a dollar? Y'all stupid. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, who's stupid? Not us. Yeah, I 
that nigga is uh I I just don't I don't understand like how could you be that fucking dumb though? I don't understand how you could be that dumb publicly. Like as a celebrity, if I were if if I were a celebrity, right? And I would probably fact check. I already fact as a regular motherfucker, I fact check anything I I say. So why would you, as a celebrity, when you know your shit is gonna get critiqued like that and picked apart and analyzed, why would you not fact check? Like why would you just say like, oh yeah, I saw this on fucking New York Post and it must be true, so I'm just gonna retweet it as fact. Like I I don't, I'm tired of people doing that shit, man. People need to research or think and whatever or read before they post some shit, man. And he got dragged for that shit. They put Jordan Cryface on all this nigga album covers. <laughs> they ran him through the mud. So going back, and I just found the information. So I was trying to find, um, trying to find this. Going back to when Jordan was the MVP. Uh, that's ninety five, ninety six year. Mm-hmm. So there were four, four votes that he didn't get. Okay. So I'm willing to wager that all four of these votes are like Hall of Famers. <laughs> but go ahead. So two of the votes went for went to Anthony Hardaway that year. Okay, so I was I'm immediately wrong. This okay, immediate, but it's okay. The other vote was for Hakeem, which is the Hall of, Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. Elijah Wan, and then the other one was for Carl uh, Malone. Okay. Um, man, this 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 year though, like most, so all the people that could have been voted it, but there's only like four votes that you now, know. Now is this than, this is the seventy two win Bulls team though? Ninety five, ninety six, I believe so. I think so too. Yeah, because so he, he didn't win it in ninety six, ninety seven. I think Carl Malone won it. So that already right there, you kind of got a how? How do you have a team that has won seventy games for the first time in NBA history, and they have the best player of all time on that team, and you vote for somebody else? Yeah, I, I don't get that. But this year had like, I mean, people who who could have got it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was, ooh, never, there was no other person who could have got it. <laughs> never mind, I take that back. But I mean, you had shit. Uh, David Robinson was playing that year. Shaq was playing that year. Uh, those are other people who I think, if anybody would have thought David Robinson, maybe would have. Well, but. that was the tail end of his career. And the beginning of Shaq's. But it's interesting that Penny got two votes and Shaq got none. None. Not a one. And he wasn't even like, I think he was looking at the stats I'm looking at now. I don't know, maybe just that year he just wasn't. What we're looking like, this is Shaq's like, you said 95, 96? Mm-hmm. So it's like Shaq's third year in the league. Okay. So maybe... It wasn't that really crazy because I think that year he was he was scoring uh, like twenty seven points a game. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was Penny doing? <laughs> Penny was and Penny uh, got two votes and Shaq got none. Penny was only twenty one points a game, but he was uh, averaging seven assists for uh, wait. TRB. What's TRB? Total rebounds, maybe. Maybe total rebounds. I think. I think maybe he had a more of an all around. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember the year well enough, but 
Oh, somebody shit got broken into. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody should have gotten the other. Y'all can't hear the alarm that's going off right now. We real in the studio. Yeah. <coughs> so um, I want I want to give a discussion on. I want to start a discussion about uh real quick before we wrap up about the idea of um other men hitting on your woman. Do you have any immediate thoughts on that? So, I had this conversation with my wife the other day. So, I think every, I think it's every two weeks or something like that, her and two of her girls, they uh, they started doing, uh, like, manicure, pedicure days and stuff like that. Okay. And so, they uh, go and, you know, do their thing, and then they go to dinner. So, they started, like, an evening of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. If I'm telling my wife, like, you know, for a while, she wasn't doing her manny picker. I'm like, you know, that's stuff you you enjoy doing because, you know, at some point, you know, for a while, we was like in a financial crunch type deal, you know, so we wasn't able to do like our extra stuff. And I'm like, you know, you work every day, you deserve that, you know, saying, especially to, you know, hang out with your girls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she started back doing that with her girls and they started doing dinner and stuff like that. So that day, she didn't have her ring with her because she knew that she would have to take her rings off and stuff for like the manicure and stuff like that. So she just left her rings at home. So she's out and some guy started hitting on. It was like the lame, he, he had like the lamest game too. It was like so whack. <laughs> he said something like, uh, he was like, so what's your, what's your name again? And she was like, I never told you my name. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's how you know I get started with chicks and stuff like that, and blah blah blah. Oh, man, I'm like, oh, this nigga so terrible, <laughs> dog. But I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I can't help that. You know, what I'm saying there's nothing I could do about my wife being out and somebody hits on her. Just like I could be out and a woman hits on me. There's nothing she can do about that, and there's nothing I could do about you know a guy hitting on my wife. You know, all I can say is you know hope that and you know if you're gonna be mine, you, you're my wife. You're turning down whatever comes your way or whatever the case. So, right. I don't know. I had no real, no real like huge opinion on it, but you know, I figure you know, if if I like something, I think someone else is gonna like the shit too. So you know, and especially with dudes, they don't give a fuck. They're gonna no. holler at shit. It wouldn't matter. Probably wouldn't matter if she had her fucking rings on anyway. No. You know what I'm not. saying? It's not gonna matter anyway. So you know, I can't. I'm not gonna be mad at that dude, or you know, piss at him. And like, you know, if that if that was the day that my wife started an affair and all this shit, <laughs> I'm only pissed at her. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I, I don't know that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really have no huge, huge opinion. I just like, you know, so oh, go ahead. No, I'm just like, you know, whatever happens, happens. What should happen is that you know he's denied, and you come home and tell me about it like before, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Excuse me, but nah. What's, what's your take on it? Well, uh, another side question: Has a guy ever kind of like flirted or said anything to your wife while you've been with her? No. Okay. No, never happened. So, um, uh, brief, uh, I guess backstory. Uh, my wife told me a story of uh, she was leaving work. Well, no, not leaving work, arriving at work, and there's a security guard that works the elevators by, uh. Well, works the ele- works by the elevators that she used to go up to her desk, mm-hmm. and apparently this dude says hi to her fairly frequently. Mm-hmm. And she told me that uh, one day, a uh, dude came out from behind a security desk and, and kissed her on the hand like a fucking uh, I don't know, like some old fucking 
Like European greeting or something? Yeah, like, like some <laughs> shit like that. You know, some some weird shit. And she said she goes what was, up to... What, was, what prompted this shit? Uh, him being... Just, he just randomly did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he just did it, dog. He just, he just did it. I don't know. I, what prompts some weird shit like that? Who knows? I, I can't... I can't begin to enter you know the what? mind of a weird You're motherfucker. Right. You're right. Yeah, but um, so he did that. She said she went up to her desk and and she had a huddle with her team and she's like, yeah, uh, front desk dude, uh, kiss me on the hand, random, random as fuck. And another girl on her team was like, that happens to me too. He did that to me too. Like so, apparently this nigga's like a serial fucking hand kisser and shit. <laughs> and she told me the story that day and I was like. She prefaced it by saying I was gonna get mad, which generally I do get mad about shit. Like I'm I'm prone to anger, so it would stand to reason you that I would get mad. mad but yeah, but out. I mean I, I I didn't like I didn't spaz nothing like that. I thought it was funny. I was like to me it just sounded like some lame motherfucker doing some right. shit and I was like, Yeah, he corny as fuck. And I didn't really stress over it. She said that um actually she reported it and um we was gonna see what was gonna happen from it. Uh apparently the uh uh HR people got back to her, said they disgusted with him and i thought he was gonna get fired for it because that shit like my company's really strict on uh so the fact that he didn't i'm assuming you said he thought he was and he didn't yeah i thought he was gonna get fired because like they're like they're pretty strict with that kind of shit so i thought he was gonna get fired but i guess he didn't and um so she comes back and and he says hi to her like every morning or whatever and it is what it is he says hi to her or whatever who gives a fuck so today um i want to go uh I want us to go to uh, the spot by in her building that has like the bomb ass soup and shit. And I'm like, so let's go over there, grab some soup. She was like, I don't know soup, but uh, I already I brought some food from home, but I'll roll with you if you want to get the soup. So I roll over there, and as I'm entering that area where her elevators, uh, where her elevators are at, uh, she's coming out of the elevator. So we me- we meet up in this area, and it's right by the desk that the security guard works at. And as we're walking by, he says hi to her and he says her name. And then I look over and he has this like mad, creepy, like perverted look on his face. Like he's looking like I'm, y'all not gonna see it. But he's looking at he's looking at me like this. Like uh, it, it was it was mad weird. I like as soon as you say mad creepy, and then this look you just gave, I just think of the dude from uh, Family Guy. Uh, Which one? The the pervert dude. Oh Herbert, the Herbert, old man. Yeah, yeah, he, it was. It was it was a weird look. It was like a look that to me was kind of like I felt like he was testing me because it looked like a look like I'm going to jump out there and say hi to her, even though she's with a guy. And I'm going to just see what happens. And I want to see how he responds. And you would think on the surface that that would be something that I would be like, all right, I might have to just blow your shit out right now. But like the, the look on his face was so creepy and weird that I felt like he was like he might be like slow. Like, he might have a mental issue. Like, because he looked really fucking weird. But at the same time, I was pissed because, okay, so, one, obviously, my wife, she's, she has a wedding ring on. So, one, that's automatically, that's something that any normal guy would not necessarily look for, but would notice. Two, she's pregnant. And that's, <laughs> so, and that's noticeable enough. <laughs> that's noticeable enough. But even if I write off the fact that, say, he didn't notice the ring and say she had on a shirt that was bagging up. She's five months, five and a half. She's showing, but it's not, like, dramatic. Like, it's not something like 
is blatant. So let's say even I write off and say he didn't notice she was pregnant. You wouldn't do that. Yes, the fact that she was walking with me and he still jumped out there. Like, because he could have just like made note like oh she's walking with a guy and just let it go but the fact that he jumped out there and said hi to her while she was walking with me like to me that was like an automatic violation like i might have to fuck you up right now because i because i let it slide when when like you said like with your situation the dude don't know and even if you said the dude even if he did know he might still have went there but but and i wasn't there though too so and you you exactly you weren't there so and Yes, I might not be her man just because I'm walking with her. I might just be a coworker. But to jump out there like that and then to give me that weird, creepy look like, he might be let me see what's going to happen. He like, might be just slow. I, I, th- I got a very heavy, like, slowness vibe from him. Like, he might just be done. I mean, and, and really, who was kissing hands in 2016? Like, what is this? Like, you're not like, what is like Rapunzel or some shit? Like, what are we talking about? Fables and like, you're fucking, uh... I mean, I don't know, man. You might have to just walk past the desk one day and be like, hey, you know, that's my wife. <laughs> mm, I'm weighing my options. I'm trying to figure out if I want to be, like, subtle with it and drop the hint so he can know to chill or if I want to be blatant with it and, like, try to, like, put the fear of God in him. I don't know, man. I'm kind of with the fear of God thing. I kind of lean toward that, too. But it's like, you know, it's it's... PC enough where you know it's job appropriate and it's no like I'm you know you just threaten a nigga. Yeah, I wouldn't threaten them, but, but I mean even if it came across that way, even if you didn't do it, yeah. But it's like it's just shitty that you have to think of ways to make this nigga act right, and you're not doing nothing wrong, but just I am. This is my wife type deal. You know yeah, and like I I I I feel like I don't want to come off as like. Uh, jealous or insecure but I also like I said the fact that I was with her and he did it is like a huge red flag to me because that tells me that he just don't give a fuck well, and whether he's slow or not well I guess he knew enough not to kiss her hand while you were out with it well he already got in trouble for that oh so he did get in trouble well he got reported so he got in trouble for it so he knew. and HR told her that it had been addressed and part of me thinks that he another reason makes me think he might be slow like some like affirmative action type hire is the fact that he didn't get fired like i feel like they were just like okay you slow so he's gonna let you know but now you know you don't do that shit but don't let it pop off again like anybody else would have got fired but we're gonna let you skate because you retarded we gonna let you go <laughs> like i kind of feel like that might be what happened but the fact that the fact that I walked by him with her and he he like shouted like hey I did like and said her name like he shouted after like and then had this like mad creepy look on his face like what's gonna happen because I just did that like it I, yeah, I feel like might, I that nigga might just be slow though he might be but I I feel like I might just have to like be threatening but not threatening like not walk up to him like I'm gonna fuck you up but like. Do something like walk by with her and then like literally walk up to him, put my arm around him and be like, that's my wife, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like just no. so he know. No, I think, <laughs> I, and I think that's, I think that's, that's acceptable though. I think so too. But I think that, I think that's totally acceptable. I think that's the next time y'all see him. I think you should do it. I think you need to report back next week if you see <laughs> Cause I feel like it'd be tacky if I was like <laughs> kissed her in front of him or some shit. That'd be corny. 
And I'm like, I don't want to be corny or no, something I like think, that. I think you because then I come off looking jealous I think and salty. But like, direct with that though. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is my wife, and not address it, but just be like, hey, this is my wife. Yeah. Like, hey, fuck boy, retired ass. This <laughs> right. Is my wife. Have you yeah. and my wife? She does. She hates having her hand kissed. <laughs> and move on. Or you being there like, hey, have you met my wife? That's my wife right there. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know now. And then give him a look. Like I would have loved a bit of it because I got I got the guy facial expressions, dog. I give him a look, they'd be like, "I'll split you, I'll split you open from yeah, top to bottom." I would have loved a bit of it, been in the spot to do was talking to wife after he just blew after she blew him off so fucking crazy. Can you shit. imagine, man? Uh, that would been so that been so dope if he like you know well I didn't you know as a point if he's saying you know what's your name and she like why well, didn't give it you know well oh yeah cause that was just my intro to trying to talk to you and I'd be like hey how you doing and I'd be like yes yeah, my wife. Right. I would love to do that. I know my wife would love to do that. If some, if a, if a chick did that to me, she would love to do that shit. Yeah, I feel like she would feel awkward though because she has to see him every morning. Yeah, see that's so the, she'd that's be like, oh, nah, it's weird. Now he's not. Now he's gonna feel weird. It's gonna be awkward while I'm waiting for the elevator and shit. But at the same time, it's like I feel like, well, that's not that's 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 a a short term awkwardness though. And it's also like be respectful, dog, because like if 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 it's just your girlfriend or whatever. And there's no real indication that she's tied down, then you can't really blame a guy for talking to her. But if she's wearing a wedding ring and pregnant, and you, and you out here kissing hands and fucking saying hi while she's with her husband, I think you need to know, the nigga. The <laughs> part should have been like a red flag. Like this nigga don't need to be doing public service the way he's doing it. This shit, yeah. So that that definitely should have been. But yeah, I think you would, you know the whole around. Hey, what's up? But yeah, that's my wife. Yeah. And and whatever and. I would think that that would be the the end of it if he's sane enough. Yeah, I feel like I want to be like maximum threatening without being threatening, like without saying like, can, "Hey, if you I talk to my girl, I'm gonna fuck you up." That's maximum threatening with being threatening. But maximum threatening without being threatening is something like put my arm around him, like being like mad confrontational. Put my arm around him, like, "Have you met my wife? She's pregnant with my child." <laughs> And is walking away and giving him like giving him one of my fucking looks like, dude, that's funny and hilarious, and I think you should do it. I, I'm leaning really, to it. I really think you should do it. That's fucking awesome. I think you need to report back with that one. I think you should do it. You shouldn't gas me up. I, but I, yeah. I, I, no, I think you do. I think it, I think it just sets straight. It won't be an awkwardness. I mean, if if he just <laughs> it'll stopped, be awkward, all right. If he, it, well, I, I don't think. <clears throat> Excuse me. It would be awkwardness for her much anymore if he just randomly. If he doesn't speak to her at all again, and she just gets on the elevator, fuck. She just get on the fucking elevator. It's not like you know she has to like really talk to him to have access to this area and shit. Mm-hmm. She walked fast him, and he's going out his way to speak to her. Right. Like nah, fuck that. I mean, I think you know sometimes you just gotta let niggas know. Yeah, and like the fact that he, the look on his face to me told me that he just don't know no better. Like, it didn't come off, like, if he came off like he was trying to stunt, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to flirt with her. I don't give a fuck who she with. That's a whole different ball game. That's like, I'm waiting till you clock out, and then we're going to have a problem when you step outside. Like, that's a whole different ball game. But the look that he, the look on his face looked, like, mad awkward. Like, I'm going to say hi, but I don't really know what's going to happen, and it's really weird. And I'm just, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's, like hey. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It came off very weird. But uh, I feel like I just want to tell him in like an incredibly threatening way <laughs> without think, being direct. I, I think that's valid as hell, dog. I think you should do it. 
I think I mean let the nigga know. And then after that, you know, whatever happens, happens. We can do it live on a podcast. Dude. Bring the bring the podcast through the building. Dude, that would be so so dope. <laughs> Mike's about to check that security guard. Let's watch. Dude, that would be so funny. <laughs> Put it live on Periscope. That would be so fucking funny, <laughs> Cause I would love to see this creepy ass nigga see what fuck he look like. He's like uh well, like I said, one, he looks kind of slow. Like, he looks like he has, like, a child personality and adult body. He's pretty heavy set. Like, he looks like he might be a smooth three bills. Like, he, he's a he's a heavy set dude. Uh, he looks, I want to say fairly young. Like, he might be, like, late 20s. He's 275, so. Nah, he's way, he's no. way bigger than you. <laughs> so he's, nah, he's, he's, nah, he's way bigger than you. <laughs> I don't know how tall he is because he sits uh, at the station behind it, so I don't know how tall he is, but he, no, he's way bigger than you. He, for him to be 275, he have to be like... So he, he didn't even He had to be like 5'2". So he two. didn't even acknowledge you? No, but like I said, when I looked at him, we made direct eye contact, and he had a very strange look on but his I'm thinking, face. I'm thinking one of those things where, you know, you say... You know, you see you see her like, hey, how you doing? And see you like, hey, what's up, man? Like, you wasn't even like. It no- wasn't like a casual. It wasn't a normal person. Like, hey, how you doing? Uh, insert name. It was. It wasn't like right, that. Right, it was right. like a. It was like testing the waters. Like, hey. And and like like a weird face. Like, it was like he he wanted to say it. And he kind of wanted to see. What would happen? Yeah, it was it was real weird. It was real weird. He might be slow. No, I I feel I'm like ninety percent sure he's slow. Like he came off very slow, but slow niggas can get it too. Like it's not. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, there's nobody exempt from it. Slow motherfuckers gotta learn respect I think too. That's just maybe the maybe why he is what he is. Yeah, and I, and I tell her I'm like you know, I am a hundred percent sure that you get hit on fairly often. She tells me. She doesn't tell me all the time because I mean, if she did, it'd be it'd be a it'd be oh, a long God. ass story. Right. But like she she tells me every now and then when she has like weird situations because like especially in our line of work, there's a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of interaction with coworkers. There's a whole lot of black folks who work there. There's a whole lot of time in like elevators and meeting rooms and right. you know it's not like you know you just go to your cubicle or something and you're cut off from the world. Like there's a lot of interaction. So I'm sure it happens fairly often, and there's nothing I can do about that. And like I said, there's not it's not like women wear signs that say, "Hey, uh, I have a husband." I mean, well, their wedding ring is that. I mean, I'm gonna say that's but, the biggest fucking thing. But I I can, as someone who is newly married, um, I can say that it wasn't until I got fairly older. That I thought to even look for that. Because when you're like 21, 22, 23, you're not even really thinking that the women that you encounter might be married. Because right. you're like out of the club or the bar, and like it's like all single people there, and you're like you don't even really think about that. So I kind of give guys slack in not noticing a wedding ring up to a certain point. My main thing was like, I'm walking with her at this point. So at that point, even if you have no idea, you need to play it safe and not say shit. And then, like, say if it was me, right, and I'm the security guard and I got a thing for this girl and I see her walk by me with a dude, I'm not going to say shit. And then maybe if I have an opportunity where I'm talking to her again or some shit, I'm, I might say, like, you know, you know, was that your man? Uh, you know, whatever. If I feel like 
it's that important to bring it up. I might say something after the fact. But if I have a casual like, hey, how you doing? Good morning type of situation with a woman. And then she walks by me with a dude. I'm not going to jump out there like, hey, uh, Rachel. Hey, Rachel, how you doing? Right. While, she, while she's with a dude. If anything, you'll be more low-key you know? and shit if, you, if you're sane. But I'm like, you, you, can't, you can't assume the nigga's actually sane, though. So. <coughs> I don't think he is. No, nah, the nigga, he can't be. He but I feel like... <laughs> I feel like my threatening game is pretty pretty solid, pretty high. And I feel like I could really threaten him without actually even saying shit. But <laughs> but cuz I just I hear through the grapevine that I just got that face. At least when I'm at work. I feel like I feel like that's interesting. This is a, a little side topic. Do you think that about me? Like um, I have a I, like I have a a a combative type of face cuz I feel like people who know me don't see it. I because I know you, I know that you can you cannot have that face, but I know you can though. I think you can have a I'm not sociable look. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I wonder how I'm perceived by others who know me versus people who don't. Because I feel like the people who know me see me as like who I am is like my actual personality. So they they might see me like, hey, Mike, he's a fucking softy. Like he's he's a good dude. He's not gonna, you know, he's not out here being, you know, mad combative and just like out here trying to start shit. But from what I hear from people who don't know me, who just see me, like that motherfucker looks mad angry. <laughs> it's like, do not fuck with him. And I kind of like, and I enjoy that. But it it makes me wonder if uh if that's something that I can. Uh, convey fairly easily and I think it is like because I've kind of like grown to embrace that now to the point where I'm surprised if like I'm walking down the street and a bum approaches me and asks me for money it makes me think like you look you see what I look like you see this look on my face like what made you think that it might be a good idea to approach me and ask me for money like you don't I look like I might fuck you up (laughs) And th- and that happens. They approach me, but they approach me very hesitantly, like, and they're like, "Do you have a quarter?" No, no. Here's the do. Like, so say like I'm uh, I'm just walking right, or I'm walking with Michael, or I'm walking like um, to my car or something like that. Get in my car. They'll preface before they even ask me for shit. They'll preface it like, "Hey, hey uh, I don't I don't mean no harm, but blah blah blah." <laughs> like. Cause I'm already, cause I'm already on guard like times ten, so like I already have like, cause I don't have any uh, qualms about making it look like I might hurt you. So like if I feel like somebody's approaching me and they might present a threat, I'll, I don't even own a gun, but I will pretend like I do. Like I, I can be like a, I can see somebody approach me, I'll immediately reach to a place that look like I got a gun. I have a knife, but. It's not the same as a gun, but I ha- I have a knife and I will legit reach for it because I don't really have any patience for that kind of shit. And the gu- the bums downtown are wild, man, like wild. So it's it's really just a safety precaution. But it makes me wonder, like, if I look like that, he was really jumping off saying hi to her in front of me. And the look on his face made it look like he knew it was a risk. <laughs> so now now I feel like I need to convey to him like. That was a big motherfucking risk and don't pull it again. Yeah, that's a 
Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't have that look at all. I think I might look too fucking friendly sometimes. So, yeah, I definitely don't carry that that look. But I don't know. I, I you know, going back to the security, it's a guard, blessing and a curse. Yeah, I think, but you, mostly a blessing. Yeah. So <laughs> let, let us know when you uh you make that that move. Yeah, we'll see. I don't uh, I don't encounter him often. Well, I I, I encounter him often because I didn't know who it was up until today. Because he just told me the it was a security guard at this desk. But that desk is worked by like three different dudes. So uh-huh. I didn't know which one it was until today. So when we walked past him and that happened, then we talked about it and I realized that was the guy. So now I know which guy it is. So now the game changed up. Because every time I go in there, I wonder, like, is that the guy? Is that the guy? Is that the guy? There's an older dude who I know is not the guy. But it's two other ones that I was like, okay, maybe it's that. Maybe that's the guy. Maybe that's the guy. Now I know it's what it is, and now I feel like he's slightly retarded, and the game changed. Now I now I already know that, one, I know who it is, and two, I know that he don't mind jumping out there even when I'm with her. And I don't see him as a threat in any kind of way, but at the same time, Hey, he needs to know what's up. I'm I'm definitely down with letting niggas know. Cause I'm not for that disrespect. I'm definitely, I'm definitely down with letting niggas know. Cause, I mean, my thing is if you know you find out uh, you know a woman is a. Uh, can you, you imagine? Know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, finish. No, I was gonna say, can you imagine you being out with your wife and a dude flirts with your wife in front of you? Yeah, I, I had to get him a two piece and a biscuit, nigga. This is yeah, man. You can't, like, nigga. Don't man, you see you me here, nigga? Don't you see me with her? Yeah, and it's like even if there's no ob- no obvious sign that you two are together, none whatsoever, you still got to make that assumption. Like, okay, well, she's with that dude, so I I don't think if I seen a chick out, say I'm you know we're out and I see a chick you know sitting at a table with a dude. I don't know who this guy is. It could be her husband. It could be her brother. It could be a friend. But unless she gives me the the okay, right? I'm not doing shit. Yeah, because you just don't know. And that's and that's happening, you know. And being a guy, sometimes you just slow. So I remember I recall, you know, times when I was younger, being with a being out, and I see a chick with a guy, and it ended up turning out that the guy was just a friend, and you know, she was trying to get hit. But when you see a, a woman out with her dude, and she's giving no signs. Of you know she wants anything other than the person that's with her, that's it. You like all right, cool. On yeah. to the next. I don't want to be that corny motherfucker who's like I'm making out in front of him and shit. And I don't like think you got to do that, man. But I think you know. <coughs> excuse me. The example you gave, you talk to him like, "Hey, that's my wife." That's it. You don't got to say nothing else. And if he does something stupid again, you know. Now he doesn't had a first warning already, so he do something again. You know, it's like, hey, he's doing it again type shit. And you might not even have to even play a part. He just might be gone. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 in retrospect, I almost kind of feel like I wish I had stopped the, stopped our walk right then, and kind of like issued like the most heavily veiled threat, like, oh, you know my wife, right? And I think that's cool too. And then it's like. Uh, uh <laughs> like you you gotta kind of and then you pull know it back. You go, he's like, oh, you know my wife. Uh, you know, hey, I'm you know I'm Mike, and you go to get a handshake. And you give the most firmest fucking handshake. You exactly. Can. And you're like, okay, cool, good to meet you, man. And then you walk off. That is the most like that's the most heavily veiled, but 
Yeah, vicious threat that you can hand cause out because you, you've communicated everything. You haven't done any threats. You haven't said, "Hey, fuck, nigga, this is my wife. Don't say shit to her no more." But you all just, the underlying just, language yeah, is yeah. You, <laughs> you introduce yourself. You gave the most firmest handshake you possibly could, and you're like, "Hey, this is my wife," and then you out. Mm-hmm. And if a nigga don't get that, you know what I'm saying? He's obviously, you know, what I'm saying eight fries short. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that's that's definitely a, a, a move you can make without being, you know, threatening and shit. So So um uh to to wrap it up real quick, where do you think we go here as a um as a podcast? And what I what I mean by that is um we've kinda moved along the same path for a while now. Do you think we should try to switch it up and try to add something to the podcast, take something away? Like, um, do you see flaws or room for improvement? I, I think it's I don't know, man, because I, I feel like something's missing and I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you know if it's, you, if you don't think nothing's broke, don't fix it type thing. But you know, we've been going for like a, a you know smooth two years now, and to stay at least relevant in podcasting, you know, we have to stay fresh, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Whereas it's like, you know, the topics that we bring, the people that we bring on. So I just, you know, I think that, you know, just just taking a – maybe at some point – maybe because I don't think you want to change – I don't want to change it to the point where we're doing shit we don't want to talk about. No, absolutely Because – but I think that, you know, if, you know, we incorporate it, you know – new elements would be good what those new elements are i don't know but just new elements to the podcast in general i think would be you know definitely good at least for consideration purposes yeah i feel like um we could stand to try to find something unique to do because i i i was looking at um uh charlemagne's uh twitter page and I guess they had some comedian on the Breakfast Club this morning or yesterday morning. I don't remember when I saw it. And somebody tweeted Charlemagne saying, "Hey, this comedian needs to have a podcast. He's awesome." And then Charlemagne was like, "It's already in the works." And is he Kirkland? Yeah, I can't remember the name, but yeah, that's who it was. I know they had a comedian on it before, so yeah, yeah, and th- th- yeah, that's who it was. And it made me think like everybody's getting podcasts at this point, like everybody, and like we got on it late. But we got on it early compared to how it is now. Like it's like to the point where everybody got podcasts. Like people that we know on Twitter, people that we know on Facebook, uh, other celebrities, like random folks. Everybody ev- podcasts are popping right now. So, well, I think I think we have to figure out if what the niche we're in is the niche we want to stay in, or find something that's not being done. Right. Like you know. Popular people are starting pop podcasts because you know they were they're popular in the circle that they were in or in now, and they want to expound on that. You know, TK Curtin has been a comedian for years, right? And so his Definitely. commentary would probably be dope as hell, potentially um, for a podcast. You know, you have other folks that I think the Noriega does a podcast. I yep. think you know, so it's like they're using their celebrity. In a sense, to push, you know, what I'm saying, exactly. podcast, and I don't even necessarily mean they're good at it, but you know, they you getting the followers no matter what, you know, what I'm saying that they just 
come out totally. And they're already terrible. gonna get the the, the, the guests and so, shit like that. Yeah, no it's not like what. you know they could probably get anybody. You know, Noriega could probably get any fucking rapper nigga from New York or anybody. Right, you like Noriega could start up a trash ass podcast and then like on episode two is garbage, but he got Jada Kiss on. Yeah, so it's like. How, do, how, do, how does somebody like us compete with well, that? Well, I think we have to use our circle of our fear of, influ- uh, fear of influence as far as getting other people. I think that would probably... I think the podcasts that actually do well, you know, because they have really dope guests. That's and what I think, wanna, too. You know, if we want to, you know, turn to having, like, a guest-oriented podcast, that's something we can really do. Um, what, how, what circle it hits... Whether it just hits local people or whether it gets, you know, other than that, it's probably remains to be seen. But I think if we was to incorporate probably more guests, I think known guests, you know, like we have our friends on this, always cool, you know, always appreciate them. But if we started having, you know, guests with more like notoriety or something like that, yeah. I think that would definitely, definitely kind of put us over the the ledge of, you know, where we've been. So that's what I, I think, baby, just guess. So. And I think we should um, request of our listeners, like, what do you think that we should cover more? Like, do y'all have any thoughts on what we can do to improve the podcast? Like, what are our flaws? What do we do good? Do you think we should have more guests? Do you think we should do like, like, what do you th- what do you guys think that we could do to improve the podcast and and have a, a, a way of of setting it apart from other podcasts? Because, I mean, we don't have much competition in the Detroit market, but the Detroit podcast market is virtually non-existent. So what can we do to help improve the pocket? Is it too long? Like, um, is our conversation whack or our topics whack? Like, like, let us know, like, what what you think we could do to make it a more enjoyable listen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with that, you know, so hopefully, you know, we started tweeting some stuff, you know, as far as, you know, people think, hopefully people will reply, but, you know, we definitely don't want to take away from, you know, the outlet that we've been given, like, you know, it's been a dope outlet for us to, you know, talk about whatever random topics and so forth, but, you know, we definitely want to still improve, you know, so, yeah, um, if you definitely have any ideas or thoughts on, you know, different things in the podcast, definitely hit us up on our email, what of the podcast, and, or our Twitter page, and, or either of our individuals, black, uh, black, I'm not going to say black Otis, <laughs> Blake <What>? Otis, <laughs> and uh, Michael underscore Aaron. Black Mike, <laughs> that don't apply, <laughs> that don't so, yeah, apply at but, all. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, hit us up if you have any white uh, ideas or things that, you know, I, I think of white Mike, the only person I think of the dude from The Wire for this episode. I mean, That's actually my people. name in a group, uh, oh, for real? yeah, oh. in a uh, group me app, uh, white Mike. yeah, they, uh, Whoever created the group in the GroupMe app is tied to the names that they have you saved in as their phone, in their uh, phone. Oh, okay. And okay. <laughs> for whatever reason, the dude that created the group had me saved as White Mike. So so my name is White Mike in the group. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's whatever. That's funny. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> I want to so, try to I want to try to figure out a way to get this podcast a little bit more distinctive from the generic podcast we tried the periscope thing and i like that and i like to do it a little bit more but at the same time i don't think that's enough i think we need to interject some sort of uniqueness to this and i think i think more uh more guests who aren't like just 
you know, like niggas who rolled through, you know, like, hey, so-and-so just popped up and now they're here. Like, those are great guests. And I think that we have awesome conversation. I think conversation is in general is better when we have guests. Yeah, but, but I feel it, like we should have push. I mean, if, you know, our homeboy, you know, XYZ pop up. Nobody know who the fuck he is. Or exactly. She is. I mean, it's cool commentary as far as, you know, our podcast, but as far as getting more hits so that, you know, we, uh, we need to push, you know, for other folks. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely be on that. So, uh, anything else? Nope. Uh, like I say, you have our all our informations. Uh, all the informations. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> I, was, I was about to give you static for that, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, all of our uh, all of our sites, uh, Facebook or whatever the podcast, our email is whatever the podcast at Gmail, um, our Twitter page is What Up Though Podcast, our individuals, like I said before, Blame Otis and Michael underscore Aaron. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Have you had your people, your 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 uh, Twitter people? Listen, do do your Twitter people listen to our podcast? Like the people whose other podcasts you go on and the people you interact with, because you popular as fuck on Twitter. Like, I am why not. don't we have more? Stop fucking lying. Second. Why don't we have more? Why don't we have more you listeners? Know, I don't know, you man. popular as fuck on Twitter. I don't know, Twitter. man. It's like you know, I as fuck. I, I feel like our that's, that's such a lie. I feel like Mm-mm. a lot of our like the local people that I know don't listen, and I know they listen to podcasts, but they just don't listen to ours. They listen to podcasts. They probably started their podcast after ours because of ours because they not even with not you. even just people to start a podcast just just listeners period people who just listen to podcasts. But I feel like you got people who follow you on Twitter who interact with you regularly, who know that we have a podcast and who probably started a podcast on their own based off the fact that they know you got one, but don't really fuck with us at all. Yeah. I think that's probably really happening. Well, I know, I know it's happening that we have people that I know that follow me in particular that don't listen to ours, and I don't know why. Like, you know, we we put our podcast, you know, as much, you know, just like and any we put and we put the people who who fuck with us because it's like, what would they say next? They fuck with us, and we fuck with them, so we'll 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 promote their shit. They promote our shit, and it's a mutual understanding. But you got people who are friends with you. I don't want to say friends like in the, you know, in the general sense, but like people who fuck with you online right. who have podcasts and they don't like, you know, they act brand new. Like you, you yeah. know, like, you know, you started your shit because you saw your boy Otis had a podcast. You like, I can do it too. And then you started your own shit, but then you fucking act like you don't know us and shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. So yeah. that's something to figure out. So. Anyways, I got uh, some ideas, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll figure those out. But I guess uh, we're in this shit until uh, next week then. Yep. Peace. Peace. It's penis.